Hello and welcome back to the Dare to Try podcast. I'm Britannia. I'm Annika. I'm Johanna. And this is where we dare you to step out of your comfort zone and into your best self. Thank you so much for joining us. How's everyone doing? So good. Happy birthday yesterday. Thank you. This Happy is birthday. What, thank you. Thank you. This is what 36 looks like, everyone, in case you're Ooh. wondering. Dang, looks good. <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day today. Happy Valentine's Day. I, I love that you wish me happy Valentine's day. I think we often get caught up on thinking it has to be our significant others, but we have soul friends and twin flames and sisters that can be our Valentine's too. So happy Valentine's day. Yeah. Happy Valentine's day. Mom always sends us Valentine's. Well, not always, but she remember how she would always give her kids like Valentine's. So you're, you're right. It doesn't have to be your lover. Mm-hmm. So uh, let's just jump right in. I have two quotes I'd like to open up this episode with. The first one is a quote by Suze Orman. When you understand that your self-worth is not determined by your net worth, you will have financial freedom. Mm. Your self-worth. Yeah, I like that. Not determined by your net worth. It's no, nothing to do with how much money you make, what's in the bank, uh, how fancy your car is, how many assets you have. Your self-worth is innate. And it is the same as the person who lives on the street or the person who lives in the castle on the hill. Your self-worth is the same. It's true. And also, I mean, I think it's an important belief to have. And also, if you think of some powerful, like one of the most powerful people that the world has ever seen is Gandhi. And Gandhi didn't have money. He didn't have clothes. He didn't have possessions. I mean, he wore like robes, but he had power and influence. And so it, it doesn't matter how much money you have or how many things you have. Absolutely. And I found another quote by... Uh, Henry David Thoreau that I really love as well that I wanted to share. Wealth is the ability to fully experience life. Again, it's not about how much money is in the bank, though it's a resource and it's important to have. But you are wealthy if you are present and you are fully experiencing life. Oh, I see. So the perspective, it's kind of like what we're talking about, I think over text where I was like, Johanna, you're rich. You are rich because you have love, you have children, you have all these things in your life. So it's a perspective change of what wealth is or what being rich is. Mm -hmm. That's cool. With that, how did everyone do with this um, dare? As a reminder, I'll throw back out what the dare was. This week, take control of your finances. Look at your money coming and going with gratitude and make an abundance plan. So how'd you guys do? You go ahead, Johanna. <laughs> <laughs> um, this one, I was actually very excited for this challenge. Uh, it was also very much of a challenge for me um, just because it was a very busy work week. Um, but it was on my mind the whole week. And I, so basically 
I wanted to work more on the belief side of things um, because I have been in debt for a long time and I'm like, I'm over being in debt. I want to, I want to change my finances drastically. And so I felt like I have some spreadsheets and I did find a budgeting app called why you, uh, you need a budget, why nab. Um, and that everybody at my office uses and loves. So I did find an app that I'm going to use to help budget. Um, I planned on putting it all together and creating the actual budget in the app yesterday, but my four-year-old was throwing up for a while yesterday. So it didn't happen, but I will say that I was reading this book by Napoleon Hill. If you don't know who Napoleon Hill is, you should, because I guarantee that all the billionaire influential people in the world have read Napoleon Hill's works. Um, he's an author from, I believe, the 30s. And one of his books called um, Outwitting the Devil was hidden for like 40 years um, because he passed away and this manuscript was hidden by his family because they were afraid about what the world would think about it because it's kind of similar to screw tape letters where he's having a conversation with the devil and tricking the devil to get the devil to tell him all his secrets so that we can outwit the devil and it's just oh it's such an it's such such a good book but because this dare wasn't about outwitting the devil it was about finances and changing our perception about finances i had to put that one down even though i was totally into this book and it's so good and i really recommend it but Napoleon Hill has another book that you may have heard of that is Think and Grow Rich. And it's all about changing your perception about wealth and bringing finances in. And he, oh, this is also so well written. And it's the both of these books are on YouTube for free. So you don't have to pay for anything. You can find these audiobooks on YouTube and listen to them on your commute, listen to them while you're washing dishes. Um, it costs you nothing, but it's definitely worth listening to and reading. Um, anyway, so my perception started changing and I think, and I'm not done with the book, even though I'm a couple hours in, it's a 10 hour audiobook. I'm a couple hours in, um, I can already tell it's going to change my life because his perception on what wealth is and how to attain it goes back to what Thomas Edison did to what, um, um, Ford did Henry Ford. He taught, and I can't remember all the names, but he names all the successful people that have used this formula. And it basically comes down to an extreme desire to do something. Like we've mentioned in previous podcasts, you have to know what you want. So a desire, which he defines as a definitive, uh, definitive action. I can't remember. I should look at my notes, but he defines desire um, in a certain way that says like, you absolutely know what it is. It is defined and it is what you want, regardless of any obstacles that you will go after you want. So he says, you have to have desire then you have to have faith that it will happen. You have to believe in yourself. And he talks a little bit about um, Jesus Christ. And I think Gandhi or Mohammed, I can't remember, but it's not religion specific, but he talks about uh, an eternal uh, presence or power that we need to harness and that we need to have faith in. So whether you believe in Jesus Christ, whether you believe in God, he or she, whether you believe in like the universe, there is this eternal energy that we have to 
tap into and let it into ourselves that we have faith in it. So desire, then faith. And then the third thing in his formula is persistence. And he said, everyone who does these three things will attain the riches they want, but it's not just about money either. It's about goals. And so um, before I like go on and on and on and on, I just realized that I have this resistance and there's this phrase that stood out to me. I was listening to it even this morning. He said, you must relax the resistance. And I just really liked that because of course I like alliteration, relax the resistance, but also the resistance is that self-doubt is fear is any opposing forces that don't want you to succeed and you have to relax it and just let what is, is make isness your business. <laughs> like more, I think that's Maria Forleo who says that make isness your business. And once you do that, then you're able to open yourself up to creating your desires and having faith and having persistence. But if you have resistance, you can't have persistence. So really cool stuff. I was able to focus on, um, it's starting to change my perception and I'm starting to open myself up. And this book also gives you affirmations and other tools to attract more wealth into your life. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That sounds like that was an amazing week. All these resources, you started a book, uh, you sound really confident in talking about getting out of debt. And I love this desire, belief, and persistence and relax the resistance. You know, often we get caught up on what we think we deserve. And so we start to define our world and our reality and our self-worth by what we think we deserve. And the only thing staying in our way is that belief system. And the moment that you release that block, it's like a block and a, you know, it's like a dam in a river. As soon as you release that all abundance will flow to you. So that's amazing. Annika, great job. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. He says, he's like, be careful when you read this book because wealth will come to you so fast that you will not know where it came from before, how it comes. So it's just funny. And it, it really hooks you. So I, you guys got to read it. Oh, I can't wait. I actually have that book on my shelf. Uh, Jason, that's his book, but I have not read it. So I'm adding it to the list. Awesome. Johanna, how was your week? It was good. I also was really excited about this challenge because I, um, we're in a weird situation right now because, um, I'm stay at home mom, not really working. I'm like little tiny jobs that I do here and there. And then Caden just quit his job to go to school full time. So we are both kind of unemployed. And, um, so finances is like a sensitive subject in our household. And, um, so when you brought this up, I was excited because I want us to get control of our finances. And yes, I, I realized that like, um, like it's good to talk about your finances. And so I'm always willing to talk about it, but I don't always make it the best decisions. And sometimes when I restrict myself, I naturally rebel and splurge and, you know, overcharge my cards. And so um, 
I loved the video that Annika actually texted us and I didn't even watch all the way through, maybe only like 15 minutes into it. But the I, I don't know what video it was. Um, there was this guy talking and um, he, he talked about uh, just like basically changing your mindset. And I loved the part that he said, he's like, really, you just have to like get off your butt. <laughs> he's like, do you have time to watch Netflix? Do you have time to scroll through your phone through social media? Are you, and he was like listing all these things that we're doing. He's like, you have free time to make more money. And he's like, don't limit yourself. Like if you're trying to, oh crap, how did he say it? It was something like, like don't change your way of spending. He said, increase your income to meet the way you spend. Because, and that's totally true because with us, we keep on trying to limit ourselves and say, oh, we need to spend less here and spend less here, which is true in a sense. Like if you have a lot of subscriptions that you're not using anymore, you need to get rid of those. But if you're constantly needing to buy $500 worth of groceries for yourself or needing to buy new clothes for your kids because they grow so fast, like don't take that away. That That's not a good limitation. He said, increase your income. And he said, go use your free time um, to go do that. And it is still important to take breaks. I'm not saying get rid of your self-care time. Um, and so I love that he said that. And so instead of hopping on Netflix and watching all the shows that I love to do, um, I hopped on the search engines for jobs and started looking through things. And I did what you said, Britannia, and I was telling myself that I'm grateful for what I have instead of, you know, looking at my bank account and saying, oh, like I don't have very much in here. But I did what you said. I looked at my bank account every single day and I said, I have so much. You know, I don't have zero dollars. Um, I have so much. And I just kept on seeing what I was grateful for. Anyway, my best friend texted me and she said, hey, are you looking for extra income still? I was like, yeah, always. And she <laughs> said that my brother is looking to hire someone to do his like social media marketing stuff. And I was like, yeah, I can do that. Like, that's exactly what I was looking for. I was either looking for like a warehouse job because I love fast paced stuff or I wanted to work from home doing marketing because I love advertising stuff and everything like that. And so um, we got chatting and I have my training on Wednesday and I'll be starting a new little stay at home job. That's awesome. Is it, is it Stu? Yeah, it's Stu. Oh, cool. That's great. That's amazing that um, just to go back that video that Annika sent uh, that YouTube video was called a million uh, yeah, millionaire habits from Bob Proctor that changed my life. And his mm -hmm. name, I think is Jake Duque or Ducey or I'm not sure how to Something pronounce like that. that. Uh, but I love what you said, how he said, if you have time to scroll social media and to uh, watch Netflix and you have time to make money. And so you decide I'm going to go search for jobs. And because you opened yourself up to the possibility of finding a job, one found you. Mm -hmm. How cool is that? I'm so excited for you. 
Yeah, I'm excited. I'm excited to do something new. I am a little terrified, but I know how to do it. It's just because it's a new job, a new person, new company. But like, I know, I know what I'm doing. It'll be good. Well, yeah, you do. You do. And it's okay to be nervous. Some people are like, oh, don't be nervous. But it's, it's okay. You know, channel that into excitement, but it's something new. So you're going to feel a little different about it. And that's okay. And I, when I talked to you yesterday, when you called to wish me a happy birthday, I, I mentioned that I felt the same way when I got a yoga opportunity to teach. I'd been manifesting it. I wanted it. I, I put it in my goals, teach 12 classes, get paid for 12 classes. And here it is. I mean, offered to teach yoga once a week. And I immediately thought, oh dear, I don't want to do this. That's a lot of pressure. A new class every week. Can I offer them what they need? Am I worth the money they're going to pay me? Like I started to like go down this rabbit hole and almost self-sabotaged almost was like, you know what, you guys, I don't need to do it every week. And but that's a money I would be saying no to. And it's value. I would be saying no to as well, that there are people who want to come to a class every week. And so I, I love that you're feeling this way because the very next step is pushing through that resistance and that anxiety and that fear. And that's where all the blessings are. I'm excited. Mm, yay. That's awesome. So, um, I'm so proud of you guys. My week was a busy with birthday shenanigans and a concert and so I made sure that I, I took the time to go through each of my apps, all of my financial apps, all of my um, banks. And in between, it wasn't like I sat down. It was after a concert, I came home and pulled up my Wells Fargo app. And I was like, okay, what have we been spending this month? And then the next day in between a work break, I pulled up my Robin Hood, my Robin Hood app. And I was like, okay, where are your investments right now? And then I, I just throughout the entire week, just kept on taking these little moments. And I found that I had a couple of hundred dollars in a app that I never use. And, awesome. and I was like, sweet. Like, I mean, it's my money, but it's, Hey, it's my money. And I didn't realize that I had that money in there. And then I went through my subscriptions on my phone and checking my bank accounts, looking for any auto um, bills and found that there were a couple of apps, you know, a bodybuilding app and then a, a poetry app that I don't use that I was paying for. And I was like, sweet, $10 more a month, sweet, $8 more a month. And that's so awesome. I just deleted those. And that's like having more money. And then as I've just been, you know, little nuggets throughout the week and just changing my thought process, I found myself, I started to stress a little bit about money because we're about to, we celebrated my birthday and we, we celebrated a lot. And then we're about to go on a trip and I know that's going to cost money. And I found myself starting to go, oh my gosh, and then rent will be due. And I don't have a big commission check coming in. And I found myself starting to like stress. And I was like, no, we're not doing that for Tanya. We're not doing that anymore. We're really looking forward to our vacation and it's going to be great. 
and rent is due when it's due. You don't have to worry about that right now. You have money that's going to be coming in. You're going to be fine. And so it just took these little moments that normally, and it doesn't mean that I'm, you know, penny pinching all the time, but I, I do stress about big purchases and about, about money at, like we all do. And so it's just really nice to find myself dropping my vibration, lowering um, my reality into this kind of debt perspective. And I go, no, 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 we don't do that anymore. And I just slowly came back up and it's just, it's just amazing how much power you have. And that includes with your money. That's so awesome, Britannia. I love that you said that you caught, like you caught yourself, you caught yourself going down that path. That's not serving you. And you're like, Oh wait, I don't do that anymore. And that is critical because most people aren't even aware that they're doing that. They're not aware that they're in the state of fight or flight. They're not aware that they're afraid or stressing out. So the first step of change is always just being aware and just noticing how you feel and what you're thinking. So that's so cool that you were able, that you've been practicing noticing for a long time and now you catch yourself and you change it right in the middle of it. And soon you will have fewer and fewer of those like stressing moments and you'll probably look back and go, I don't remember the last time I questioned or stressed about finances because you caught yourself so many times sooner and sooner and sooner that eventually you won't even have it anymore. So that's so cool. Yeah. I love that you said um, that you're going down that rabbit hole because you guys also said to like point out what you're grateful for and stop saying like, I wish for this, I wish for that. And Katie and I always do that, not in a sense of being ungrateful, but we love to daydream. We love to dream of the house we're going to build. Um, we love to dream about the new car we're going to get and all this stuff we love to dream. And, and so even when driving, we'll say like, oh man, I wish our car did this, you know, or I wish we had this in our house and we can't because we're renting, you know? And so I told him in advance, I was like, we're not going to say that anymore. We're going to say what we're grateful for. And I told him that. And then like, literally the next second I opened the refrigerator, I was like, man, I wish we had, and whatever. And he's like, what did you just say? I was like, man, I'm really grateful for all the food we just bought five minutes ago. Like, and I just love that you brought that up because I realize how often I'm saying, I wish, I wish, I wish. And at the same time, I thought I was grateful you know, because I do say thank you a lot. And I tell Kate and man, I'm so grateful for how you are and our kids and our home. But like, I did not realize how many times I was taking for granted everything, seriously, everything that I have. So I'm glad you reminded me of that. And the more people call you out, the more you'll notice it. So if you like have Kate and say, hey, tell me every time I say this, it'll help you to be more self-aware and then you'll catch it yourself. Yeah, it's that uh, accountability partner. It's, you know, it's funny because Jason and I talked about that yesterday about self-awareness. And I was telling him how proud I was for him. You know, he made some changes with his finances and um, his anxieties and his stress and not just financial, but just in life. And, but for men, usually finances are a big stressor. They feel that pressure to provide And he said, well, I'm aware that I'm unhappy, 
in that moment. I'm aware that I'm feeling anxious. I just don't know why yet. And I thought that was so exciting because when I first started to date him, he was unaware. Mm. And so just over time, he's developed the self-awareness and that's, and he's not doing a podcast. He's not, you know, reading all the same things that we're doing. And so by going down this road, we're helping those that are, are around us. And I think that's so exciting. Not only is Caden keeping you accountable, but you are blessing Caden with the work you are doing. Yeah, wow, that's it's, so awesome. It's cool. Yeah, we're enjoying it. So mm, awesome. Well, good job. Great <laughs> job. Thank you yeah, so thanks much. Thanks for the dare. Yeah, this is a good dare. Thanks. Okay, Johanna, I think you're up. I'm up. Yay. Okay. Um, okie dokie. So what I want to talk about is facing your fears and trying new things. And what I love about our podcast is that we're always challenging each other to do exactly that. Um, and each podcast, we have a dare in your force to try a new thing. And I like to say force, even force. though we, we get to choose, but <laughs> I'm a force for forceful person. So I like that word. <laughs> um, anyway, so I want to ask you, because I've asked this before, um, a couple weeks ago, but do you ever get anxiety or overwhelmed doing something you've never done before? So oh, yeah, 100% all the time, <laughs> right? It's, it's a little terrifying. Um, and we were just talking about me starting my new job scared Britannia your yoga Annika you talked about last week um going into that meeting to find yeah people mm -hmm. and I went scared. to another one yeah I went to another new one and it's always intimidating because familiarity is comfortable and when you step out of familiarity you are uncomfortable and it's unpredictable and are primal brain doesn't like unpredictable and it tries to protect us like no 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 no, don't do that you don't know what that is don't go over there so you have to like overcome that primal brain of those survival instincts exactly. but yeah 100 i totally get scared all the time and overwhelmed i'm overwhelmed all the time i'm overwhelmed by my laundry okay i have constant piles of laundry and i'm like nope that's yeah. too much i'm overwhelmed by my dishes and i thought at first that being overwhelmed is because I don't know how to do it and therefore I don't do it. And in a lot of cases, that's why like, I'm afraid to do this new job because I don't know exactly what the job is until I go into my training. Mm -hmm. um, but I'm overwhelmed by things I know how to do and I don't know why. Mm -hmm. um, and so we're going to go into a couple things for this dare. Um, first, you're going to find out what overwhelms you and why you're going to figure out what is the root of the cause. Um, for me, maybe I think that I'm overwhelmed by my dishes and laundry and things that I know how to do. Um, because I think all growing up, Annika did it for me. <laughs> <laughs> so the point is the dare is find out the root of the cause. Okay. Think it over and discuss it with your sisters, with your friends, whoever, discuss what the root of it is. The next part is, um, I want you to pick one of, 
one to two of these um, fears. So you got emotional, physical, spiritual, and mental um, things that I want you guys to face. And you can pick one or two or all of them if you have the energy to do that. So emotionally, I want you to find out what you're afraid of expressing. Are you afraid to say, I love you to that special someone? Are you afraid to say that you're mad at them? Are you afraid to talk to your boss about something? Are you afraid to tell your sisters that you're secretly mad at them for not teaching you how to clean? Um, physically, um, are you afraid to try new food? Are you a picky eater? Um, how about trying a new hobby or a dance? Um, how about a new sex position or a new social topic? Um, spiritually, actually, let's go mentally first. Mentally, um, are you afraid to read a new book because it's overwhelming or learn a new language or even a new, you know, word in your own language? And then spiritually, um, I want to read this quote says it's by Brene Brown spirituality is recognizing and celebrating that we are all inextricably connected to each other by a power greater than all of us and that our connection to that power and to one another is grounded in love and compassion practicing spirituality brings a sense of perspective meaning and purpose to our lives so I love that quote, that by recognizing what spirituality is, you're recognizing and celebrating that we're all connected to each other. And by recognizing that connection, that brings a power that grounds us in love and compassion. And that will bring us a bigger perspective, meaning purpose into our lives. And so um, for facing your fears, I for spirituality, I want you to figure out how to connect to this earth and to people and um, to make your needs their needs. And that could be to your significant other, to be your kids, your coworkers, your friends, a stranger. But it is so important that we connect to others by making their needs our needs. So Face your fears, pick one of those topics, emotionally, physically, mentally, spiritually, um, one, two, all of them, it's up to you, and figure out the root of the cause of why you're overwhelmed and afraid of it, and then face it and say, I have 10 seconds of courage, I can do anything. <laughs> 10 seconds of courage, I love that. <laughs> yeah, and I love this breakdown, instead of just saying, okay, find out what overwhelms you, find the root cause of a fear and go. I'm a big advocate of breaking these giant concepts into smaller ones because it's easier to digest emotionally. And so we just went over financial. And so the fact that you're like, okay, we just did financial. So let's now focus on emotional, physical, mental, or spiritual. I, I love it. Uh, I'm excited to, to face my fears and to, uh, redesign them in my brain. So thank you. Yeah, I'm excited and also a little confused. <laughs> okay, that's fine. Um, because it's, it's very broad to me. And maybe it's because I have overwhelm, because usually their challenge is very like, specific. And this is up to interpretation. And I guess the financial, I guess they've all been up to interpretation. But you're saying to pick one of the categories and you were just giving some suggestions 
of what we could do, but it it's very broad. So like, do you have like yeah, another so example? Basically the simple version is find out what overwhelms you, find the root of the cause and go conquer that fear. And then my examples are just examples of what is overwhelming us, you know, emotionally. Are you afraid to talk to someone? Uh, physically, are you afraid to try a new workout? Are you running every single day? Are you afraid to do weightlifting? Like, try something new. And um, whatever overwhelms you, go face it. Okay. I think I got it. I think I'm, what I'm going to do is write down that question, like what overwhelms me, write a list or even break it down per category to help me like fine tune it and figure out what exactly it is I'm going to work on. Yeah, that's a, that's a good point that to have any change, it's important to be specific. And so while it is a broader goal, that doesn't mean we keep it broad. We just need to make it specific for ourselves. Yeah. Awesome. Yeah. This will be good because I literally am overwhelmed about a lot of things and I do have fear having hard conversations. In fact, like I cried in my boss's office because it was a hard conversation (laughs) and he just disagreed with my point of view. And I called Britannia and I was like, because Britannia used to cry in the office all the time. (laughs) And I was like, how did you overcome this? How did you stop crying? Because it was so overwhelming to just feel like your boss doesn't like what you are coming up with like your ideas but it's not personal it's business but it was so difficult to be like he doesn't like me or like I'm I'm horrible at this and I immediately go to fight or flight every time I'm like I'm done I'm quitting this job isn't for me I'm not I'm not cut out for this Um, but I've learned to like catch myself and be like hold on this is a good thing and this is for me to learn from I don't need to quit. It's okay. But I totally blow it up like that because I'm totally overwhelmed by those hard conversations. So I'm thinking it'll have something to do with that to to have some hard conversations this week. I'm glad you said that. And I just want to put a little emphasis on the part that you said that you talked about it, Super Tanya. Um, We've talked about this before, but sometimes when we keep it all in our head, it's blown up. Our minds... For some reason when we're thinking it's our mind it like makes things so much bigger you know but then when you talk about it and you hear it or see it for the first time you're like oh I can do that I can fix that like it's not that big of a deal so I love that you said that you went and talked to someone about it so maybe we can add that to our challenge that if you're so overwhelmed maybe write it down or talk to someone to really see what you're facing and then you can really see how you can um, overcome it. Yeah. I think the visual that just came to my mind, Johanna was you ever seen those cartoons where they have like a fuse, like they're, they, they light the rope, they light the fuse and it's like, and you're like, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh, Oh my gosh. And that's what's happening in your brain is it's going down and it's getting closer and closer and closer to the explosives. But then once you expel it, it like disappears and it's like anticlimactic because you're like, Oh, that it wasn't going to explode. It's a dud. (laughs) Oh, I love that example. The visual that I was thinking as you told us this was I imagine a medicine cup filled to the brim. A medicine cup is completely full and it can't fit another drop in it. But then you take that and you pour it into a gallon jug and it's barely anything in here. (laughs) It's true. 
And so what we think is overwhelming is because it lives in a very small space in our brain. But when you put it out or you share that with someone, you have now created a larger space for it to exist in. And it's not so big anymore. That's so awesome. I love that. I just love you guys. You guys are so wise. Oh, I love you guys. And I love the <laughs> stairs. So thank you so much, Johanna. You're welcome. <laughs> well, everyone, thanks for joining us. Joe, thanks for joining us. And we dare you to try, try new things. Okay, bye. Bye. Thanks, everyone.